0: Welcome.
1: We are here <laughs> in the pre-show. It's weird it nice now that we announce it. Now that like we're uh, we're self-producing this, it's yes. weird that we announce it
0: now. Yeah, we're just letting everyone know where they're at. I guess they're at the pre-show. Does these do these make it onto Spotify? That's what I want to know. Do the uh, pre-shows make it on Spotify? Oh,
1: absolutely, they do. Okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't they?
0: I mean, I don't know. This is quality con. This is quality
1: figuring out content. I not know our if, audience, whether you're listening or watching.
0: I do not know if it was premium I mean, premium content for our video subscribers video subscribers oh no no that's okay. uh
1: the premium content for video subscribers is they get to just see our beautiful that's, faces
0: yeah okay i yeah. don't know if we're starting to charge people like
1: <laughs> I mean, i'm sure that wouldn't go over well with uh <laughs> with my boss you, you know beautiful so? beautiful bald-headed campus no. pastor well, pastor andy Yeah, you know,
0: we can give it a try I just try to make it you know a little side hustle out of it <laughs> just please just <laughs> donate just <laughs> please give us money yes. we're poor <laughs> please yeah
1: should we just, we'll should just we start it? We'll hop in, yeah. We'll hop in. Okay, here we go.
0: Welcome into Figuring It Out. I'm Spencer. This is Austin. And we're back for another week. It is officially summer. Is it, it officially? Is, it is June 21st. I think we had this discussion last week. We did. Like, when when summer actually starts. Because we're like, well, it's not officially summer yet, so we can't say Oh, was it the longest summer. day of the year? That's, it was. What's today? Today
1: today today's, today is 23rd ago. yeah okay. two days
0: ago was the longest day this uh, June 21st okay and I didn't think about it I don't know if it was like I don't even remember what day it was to be honest but Monday. like yes I can't remember <laughs> if it felt long I mean it just seemed like an you know another normal day Yeah, I know it
1: didn't it didn't
0: feel abnormally longer than most other days no but we're here we're, we're here I guess we're in summer everything's downhill from here like in a good way downhill, or like like the days okay day okay. down like okay
1: like getting shorter. Yeah, I mean right? it could okay. be uphill.
0: Hopefully,
1: it's uphill. Like okay in with, our
0: personal with lives. that
1: like metaphor, I never know <laughs> like what people are like. because they say it's all downhill for me? Or like meaning is it easier or is it like is it more negative? It could, like, I think it
0: could be multiple ways. Okay, I think it's a very versatile phrase. So people need to explain the metaphor that they the, use. I think in context, in that context <laughs> that I just, just used there, it could have gone many ways. It could have gone, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I was meaning day-wise, maybe a context that didn't make a whole lot of sense. That does like, make sense. Just, like we're talking about nonsense right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, welcome into Figuring It Out. We are so glad that you guys are here with us as we try to figure out Metaphors, metaphors, and,
0: and days and all days, sorts of
1: weeks, things. months, years. We we figure out a whole bunch of different things on this show. Yeah, but <laughs> whether you're listening or whether you're watching, we're so happy you guys are here with us. But uh, actually, I do have to tell you an update from what? last week, from last week's episode. If you guys didn't see last week's episode on what did There's we talk about? Oh, discernment. Discernment. Go back and listen or watch the discernment episode because we talk about a very important topic. Well, besides discernment. How to do a proper
0: high five? Oh, that's right. We did talk about. And that. I have
1: to say, that trick has changed
0: my high five. I game. I can't believe you hadn't heard of that. I trick had before. not heard of that. Wow. And I was like, I was blown away. So you've been you've been working on your high fives. You've just been going I, around high fiving people now. Yeah, I have. Okay. And like I, I've
1: I've looked at the elbow, and you know what? Every time, I'll clap away from the mic, nice. but every time,
0: crisp solid high five i mean i told you
1: yeah it's just it's a it's a fail safe it's they're, like can't you, fail. you
0: gotta find the line though because you can't stare someone's elbow down because then they're like what are you doing
1: <laughs> you can't watch the
0: elbow from you, like a, a like, few steps away i spot an elbow there that's a that's a good elbow then you just start like going over <laughs> that's towards a good, him. that's a good elbow <laughs> <laughs> and then just but you gotta like know like you kind of like look at it in the corner of your eye and then you're like, what It's that, a very i feel like it's a very weird compliment Huh? I don't know, like you, nice elbow. It's a nice elbow. Nice elbow. Nice bows, man. Nice bows. <laughs> you got some nice bows. What's what's the weirdest compliment you've ever gotten? Oh, uh, I don't know. I can't think of that. Can't think of it off the top of your head? I can't, no, I have no
1: idea. Somebody once told me I had, I had nice knees. Nice knees? Yeah.
0: Okay, interesting. I forget,
1: I forget who, I forget where, but like, I, I remember like somebody complimented me on my knees and I looked at my knees and I was like,
0: do I have nice yeah, knees? <laughs> Maybe I should show my knees some more. <laughs> I know I do not have nice I, knees. I, I,
1: I guess my knees are nice. I mean, yeah. I wear jeans all the time, so... That's awesome. Kudos to you on the knees. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Big bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what that means. <laughs>
1: the bee's knees? Yeah. It's just, again, yet another thing we have phrases. to figure out. <laughs> yeah, phrases. Today, we're talking about Phrases. And if you notice, I'm wearing my, my soccer jersey, or my football jersey, yeah. rather, because it's football. It's it was football in Europe first, so okay. it's football here. So, Chelsea, again. It is a nice jersey. It is a nice jersey. Is it, uh, from
0: China? Yes. Nice.
1: <laughs> still, hey, I mean, it works. still the logo. It works. Yeah. <laughs> still, you, would, you would never know. Exactly. So, it's still, it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, so, just, I guess, I, I don't know. I like these jerseys better. I mean, they're cheaper,
0: so... They yeah. did feel the same. They, they feel great. <laughs> <laughs> so, before this, we were talking about uh, dating shows. Do you, like, because there's a new show on Netflix, and I just saw this right before we hopped on today. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw this, and I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought, there's no way this is real. <laughs> there is no and way. And I showed Austin a video, and Justin, who's uh, a video producer here, and it is this, basically, if you've seen The Masked Singer... And if you've seen Love is Blind, it's a combination of the shows to where people are dressing up in, like, almost animal costumes. Like, full-on animal makeup where it looks like they might be part human, part animal. And they're going on dates. I can't. And it is insane. Like, what is what like what is this? And it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. So, what's the craziest outfit you saw? Because, I mean, I saw a few, but I, like... I mean, there was uh, oh, there's a dolphin... And the guy complimented her on the fin. Yeah, he said nice. F-. Yeah, he said so nice.
1: she has got a fin on the top. I think, of her I, head. Think,
0: I think when talking about weird compliments, that has to be one of the weirdest ones I've weirdest ones I've heard. Nice fin. Nice fin, bro. <laughs> if someone said that to me, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but like, I do not want to know.
1: Yeah, that's. I would. I don't know. It would take. It would take a lot of money for me to to get on that show. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't get on that show now for yeah. reasons unspoken. Okay. But um, it would take a lot of
0: money for me to get on that show. Yeah, I think so. And But are you a fan of the dating shows? Do you watch them on Netflix? I think kind of. I've never really gotten into them. Okay.
1: I watch a lot of the shows I watch, I like true crime.
0: Okay. Maybe, gotcha. maybe
1: true crime is not the genre. Like, because true crime is act- actually. Murder happened. mystery. Murder mystery. There yeah. You go. Stuff like that. That and then uh I'm trying to think. One of my f- one of the favorite shows Sherlock. Sherlock, Sherlock, Sherlock okay. the BBC version, not the Robert Downey Jr. version, but the BBC version with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. One of my favorite shows. Okay. It's just so like it makes you think. It's very it, like you have to sit back and go, Okay,
0: where are all the moving parts coming from? Yeah. And I
1: like those kind of shows. Okay. So, so you,
0: so it gets you thinking that maybe I could solve a couple of mysteries on my own.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then the, the question pops in, like, if I were to commit a crime, how would I do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, I stay away from that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best. <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah. But those are the shows I watched. So I never really got into the dating shows.
0: Okay. I don't know. Have you watched this one? Uh, I Not this one. I mean, I just saw it. It's, I think it's coming out. But oh, I've it's watched, coming. Okay, yeah. I don't okay. think it's out yet, but I've watched a few of them. They're pretty, I mean... Me and some of my friends watch The Bachelor. Okay. It's pretty, you see, pretty, it's pretty fun to make fun of the show okay. and fun of the people on the show, which is, you know, not I've had not multiple great. people tell me I need to watch that, and I'm like, do I? Yeah, do yeah, I really? Yeah. <laughs> no. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. But, I don't know. Oh, but anyway, that kind of, that segue doesn't work. I was going to try to segue. Okay. But I don't think it works, truthfully. That was the
0: segue into, the, into <laughs> our topic
1: today. <laughs> Talking about loving your neighbor. Ah, yeah. And yes. loving, loving making, even the
0: weird people. Shouldn't be even making the fun of people you on think the data.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work, but I'm gonna I'm gonna that's just, the right ideas. I'm gonna make it work. Right. So, yeah. We're gonna make we're gonna figure it out. Yes, we're gonna figure out how to make it work. We're gonna figure out how to make it work. Anyway, that's kind of what we decided we wanted to talk about today is the greatest commandment and kind of the two-pronged greatest commandment. If you've been in a church for any substantial amount of time, substantial, I mean like any, like a few months, you'll, you know that Jesus said this greatest commandment in scripture when he was doing ministry here on earth. And it's recorded in the gospels that Jesus says the greatest command is this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, and love your neighbor as yourself. And that's kind of what we wanted to touch on or talk about today. Is I guess what that looks like practically because that's that's a great statement,
0: but what does that look like practically in our lives? Yeah, where I, we're at. Uh, well, when we were talking about how do we talk about this, uh, we're saying well we can't forget to talk about like loving yourself because hmm. I think that's a lot of thing. A lot of the times people miss that and they'll spend so much energy into focusing on others and like serving others, which is great, hmm. but at the same time you're not like. You need, like, we always talk about that metaphor that's, like, you need to have your cup full in order so that you can pour out exactly. into others. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're, if you're like, drained, if you've got nothing left in the tank and you're, like, helping people here, helping people here, like, you're just going to be burnt out. Exactly. And you're not going to have, like, you're going to lose touch with, like, I don't know, everything that you need to have mm-hmm. um, in order to grow in your walk with Jesus. Like, you're just going to be mm-hmm. out of energy, out of, you know, desire and passion. Yeah and ultimately you can't fulfill
1: the greatest commandment because you're drained because you're drained emotionally or physically or spiritually and you just feel blah right yeah. it just it just you just feel bad that's yeah. how you describe it
0: so so how do you how do you love yourself um, what is it well does I think look well like? first
1: I think there's a very fine line between loving yourself and and living a selfish lifestyle right <laughs> yes
0: yes because
1: oftentimes people say like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna love myself and then they kind of just live life however they want mm-hmm. when that's in reality that's not loving yourself that's just that's living selfishly so there's a very fine line between loving yourself and living selfishly and I think loving yourself comes back to doing the things that really fill your soul up hmm. right so for example, We've talked on the podcast before, reluctantly, about my stargazing and how I like just being in nature and just observing God's creative beauty in nature. Now, that is an activity that fills me up, right? And spending time walking with God regularly, reading his word, talking with him through prayer, and even just talking with others just about what, what I may be experiencing or what I may be going through those are things that fill me up. And when I don't have those, I feel that I feel drained. Yeah. I feel empty. So I guess loving myself would first look like, I guess, setting aside time to
0: do things that really fill me up.
1: Okay. Really give life to my soul.
0: Well, what do you think? I think it also has to do with um, recognizing your identity in Jesus and I think yeah. that's um I think we talked about that on one of these previous episodes. I don't know. I can never remember any of the episodes that we've done yeah, to know. be honest. <laughs> I look I look back sometime at him, I'm like,
1: Did we already talk about yeah. this? But we may have touched on it. So it's, we, it's okay.
0: Finding your identity in Jesus and knowing who he says you are and loving you for that reason. Because I mm. think that we can be down on ourselves and like like, oh I'm not I'm not that good, or especially when you get into the problem of comparing. Hmm. Um, yeah. we can be like, oh, I'm not as good as that guy or, um, I'm not as good as a Christian as that girl. And it, we kind of get into that, like, oh, man, I'm not that great. That negative talk. Yeah. Um, but you know, Jesus is like, once we're in Jesus, like we're, we're a new creation. Like he's hmm. creating a, a new person in us hmm. and he, we're a child of God's. And so he loves us. And so like, all right, well, okay, I guess if I'm looking at myself through that through that lens, I should love myself, too, for that reason. Like, I shouldn't hate myself or I shouldn't be like, I'm the worst, you know? Woe is me. I'm the biggest sinner there is, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, we got to look at ourselves through that lens and realize, like, I don't know, that kind of leads into how we can love people. Looking mm-hmm. at us through mercy and through, like, God's grace like that we've received yeah. um, when we turn to Jesus, I, that's how we can start turning that love yeah. towards other people. That's really interesting because I think for me,
1: that's something I definitely, like tra- being transparent, like that's something I struggle with, oh, yeah. right? Like I ha- how I view myself in God's eyes.
0: I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, trying to find identity in Jesus, like, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. I think for me, I've been confused about what does that even mean? Exactly. Like, and
1: there are so many other things, I guess, warring for our identity, and, and where we live today, whether you're watching this or listening to us in America or just honestly, I would say any culture, really, it's not just American culture. It's that idea that you have to, you have to perform, hmm. you have to perform to the highest level for people to notice you. And if you don't, then somehow you are not as valuable to society and the world. Yeah. Right. And that I think is something I wrestle with, wrestle against. Is that like I, I tie my identity to what I do, mm-hmm. right? When in reality, you're absolutely right. My identity needs to be tied to who God says that I am, yeah. not who, not what, not to what I do or not to who other people say that I am.
0: Yeah, it's not what you do. It's not what other people say you are. It's not what you've done. Mm-hmm. Your identity is in who Jesus says you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what you, like, it's hard to comprehend, but I think once you can comprehend that, then you can, like, really, st- truly start loving others Yeah. Um, with how Jesus loves others. And that's, like, the main, the main like, blueprint. Yeah, and you even get back to the greatest commandment,
1: right? does the greatest commandment first say? Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Take care of this, like the vertical relationship before you can take care of pouring out. Yeah. And taking care of the vertical relationship and loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Part of that command is receiving that love, right? Not only actively living, but receiving God's love and realizing just how much God loves you. And again, mind blowing to me because I don't know. I've heard different experiences. I'm not a father yet. <laughs> no. <I'm> n- no. <laughs> Do <laughs> I look like a father? I thought we I thought you celebrated Happy Father's Day. I did <laughs> I did. I did. I did celebrate Father's Day, but just because I don't know, I just I ate good food, so that's kind of stuff. But it was the dad jokes. If you are a member of Bay Hope or you watch Bay Hope online you can go back to one of the services and see all their all Pastor Andy and I's dad jokes and the fun that we had there. That was dad jokes are a good time. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But um I I hear it's a different experience for, for fathers and even mothers to see the newborn child for the first time. And just the amount of love that that parent that, that parent for the first time has for that child when they first see them. I've talked to multiple parents and they say it's, it's indescribable. Like you cannot put words to that because it just, it's mind blowing. It doesn't make sense. And I, but I've heard a lot of parents say that that is a glimpse into God's heart into how God sees each and every one of hmm. us as his precious creations, as his sons and as his daughters. And that's, again, it's hard for me to, to grasp that because I haven't had that experience number one, but number two Thinking about me and what I've been through, and just me fighting against my sinful self, it's hard for me to get to grasp that concept.
0: Yeah, that is that is very weird to I mean, just imagine to put yourself in that situation like right now is like weird because like we can't imagine that what that's like. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, it is that picture of like the new creation, Mm -hmm. like how God created us, He created us, you know, brand new. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah,
1: yeah, He created us. I mean, we, we say it a lot, like we were corrupted by the fall, right? God created us for good, but he corrupted us by the, or the, he didn't corrupt us. We were corrupted by sin and by death, but in Christ, we're new creatures. Yep. He makes us new through faith. And I get it's still like, I mean, I hate to just keep repeating what I said, but that's like again, it's hard for me to believe that. Right. Yeah. And it's hard to, I guess, suspend feeling.
0: Yeah. And I think that's like how we talked about, like once you are somewhat able to comprehend that Mm -hmm. and, or at least believe it. Yeah. Uh, by faith like that's when you can start loving people now mm-hmm. i don't think that means like oh you know there's a there's not op- there's a, like a volunteer opportunity you know i'm not gonna do it because you know i'm like i don't think i'm like completely there completely understand it. so i'm just gonna avoid it yeah. i don't think that's that's not what that means well we're like, never gonna be completely there yes, right? yes until I'm, until the other side of the heaven right yeah yeah i, I was saying like because we talked about, well, once you can do it, and you can truly full, fully love others and go out and do oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like, I'm going to wait, you know, until I feel like I'm ready. And uh, until then, I'm not going to help out here. I'm not going to help out. That's not what that means. Yeah. Like, I think you should still do that. But you can, like, truly experience, like, that full, like, loving on yeah. others. Uh, mm-hmm. But when we talk about loving our neighbor, because when growing up, I always thought, like when my when my parents would tell us that, it's like loving oh, the neighbor, loving your neighbor. Like I, I know my neighbors on <laughs> two sides. So I watch my neighbor's cat every once in a while. I think i do a pretty good job of that. Like I like that's how I thought because like yeah. I mean that that's our yeah. translation that exactly. we use. Uh, but so how do we? But it's not it's not that. No, it's uh, not. If anyone's out there that's confused <laughs> about that terminology, there, if my neighbors are listening to this. I do love you. Yeah, but- <laughs> I have some I have some great neighbors right now. <laughs> but it's it, obviously it's more than that um, so does what, what does that look like especially in today's culture what does mm-hmm. loving our neighbor look like
1: well i think kind of unpa- to unpack that statement loving our neighbor it's not just who's close to you right we say like neighbor is those like na- a neighbor is somebody who you're pr- you're fairly like in close proximity with cuz you live near each other but that's not like God. Just doesn't say love that person. God says everybody is your neighbor. Everybody you come in contact with Mr. is your Rogers. neighbor, Mister Rogers, Mister Rogers, Mister Rogers, in, in, in his neighborhood. Yeah, you're his. You're, they're all they're all friends. What a show? All, <laughs>
0: what a
1: sh- I don't actually think I've seen that show all the way through. Oh, I mean, you mean like when you're younger, you didn't watch Mister Rogers? Nope. Oh man, nope. So tragic, tragic, tragic indeed. But I watched like. I like Power Rangers. That was pretty cool. Okay, and then can't think of anything else. Just Power Rangers. Huh, all right. So I know we were talking yesterday about the Power Rangers reboot, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another time. Yes, <laughs> but no. It's when we talk about loving your neighbor. It's loving every person you come in contact with the same, no matter their their socio socioeconomic status, no matter their ethnicity, no matter their their gender it's it loving your neighbor is hard and it's it's sometimes messy but god asks us to do it now loving doesn't mean agreeing 100 percent, right and we kind of talked about this last week with discernment like it doesn't just because i disagree with you doesn't mean i don't love you it means that i accept you as a person but though i may not agree exactly with what you say or what you believe right yeah and i think there's a fine line in between that
0: mm-hmm. i had this conversation with some friends as well because we talked about well, what if someone wrongs you like what if someone has continually wronged you mm-hmm. and i think we also kind of talked it about in our forgiveness episode yeah. and what if like someone hurts you and it's like well you don't got to be like best friends with the person exactly. that's not what loving your neighbor means like you don't have to be like oh all right you just hurt me really bad but would you want to go get some ice cream exactly. and yeah maybe look, hit around a yeah. mini golf
1: or like the or enough Really common example is I I hurt your feelings I, I I did something to hurt you, like so. Tell me about like open up to me. Tell me tell me what's going on in your life. You may not be there yet. No, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, no,
0: and I don't think you like ever have to be there. I think what you do is just have to be like, all right, I forgive you. Like yeah. I know we all we all mess up. We're all like, you know, we all hurt people. And but like through forgiveness, like you have to, that's, it's kind of like understanding. Yeah, It's almost like you understand how God showed you mercy, showed yeah. you grace, showed you patience and mm-hmm. compassion. And it's like, all right, because of that, because he showed me that, I'm going to show other people exactly. that. And that's the love. And if like, like as what we were talking about earlier, like if we don't understand that, how can we show that to exactly. other people? Like, how ca- how can, how can
1: we pour out if we have not first received that love from our heavenly
0: Father. Yeah, if, if we're not filling ourselves up with God's love and God's grace and compassion and all of that stuff, how are we going to be able to pour out? And exactly. it, it like it doesn't work as well if we don't understand it. Like because you know God's love is so great, mm-hmm. and like we're humans and we screw up and exactly. we're not good at being friends or we're not good at being whatever. And we need God's power and God's love in order to show that to other people. Yeah, and. You think about it. One thing that helps
1: is to at least just really practical is just stop expecting perfection from other people, right? Yeah. And even even yourself. Like you're not going to be perfect, and neither are other people. And if we stop expecting perfection, and it, it, kind of have to break down those thoughts, like break them down individually. You can't just say, "Oh, I like I'm just going to stop expecting perfection from people." Okay. And, right? right? There's yeah. not, but like break down a situation. So one situation that comes to mind immediately is driving. Hmm. Now, if you live in the Tampa Bay area, there is a terrible, awful, abominable road in the Tampa Bay area called Dale Mabry <laughs> Highway. <laughs> it is the worst. It is the worst. I cannot say, unfortunately, because of where I live right now, I have to drive on Dale Mabry and it is awful. People are in my opinion, drive worse in Florida than anywhere it's, else in the
0: it's, it's up there. I think recently I've become a little worried. Usually when I'm like driving, I'm not... <laughs> you're worried. You're gonna, you live in this state of fear. <laughs> it's true. I'm working on it. Uh, but when I... Usually when driving, like I'm not too worried about... Like you don't even think sometimes. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, the yeah. scariest thing is when you're driving like... Wait, it just drove like 15 minutes. It felt like two. Yeah, exactly. Like, what what ha- I just completely blanked. But I mean, that happens sometimes. But like, uh, usually, maybe I'm getting like a little worried if I'm driving into like maybe downtown and yeah. there's a bunch of people. You know, like four lanes, five lanes of traffic. City driving tre- yeah. stressful. Yeah, but now I've gotten to a point on Dale Mabry because I've seen like maybe like three, uh, three accidents a day. Yeah, it's bad on Dale Mabry. I'm like concerned. Yeah, I'm like. You gotta be you gotta be vigilant. You gotta be safe. You gotta be a good defensive driver. You gotta think defensively,
1: right? (laughs) But when people honk their horns or cut you off, like immediately my flesh says they are idiots. Like I just wanna lay on my horn and just let them know that I'm upset, right? Because I'm expecting them to be a perfect driver. I'm expecting them. To, I don't know, live up to this standard of driving that most people aren't going to hit. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And I myself am not a perfect driver. I make mistakes. Like, I almost pulled out in front of a car the other day and I just slam on my brakes. That is not an instance of a perfect driver. So, breaking down that thought and saying, in that moment when I feel like reacting and I don't feel like loving that person who cut me off, I say, wait, okay, okay. Number 1, they may be going through something that I don't know. Number 2, they may just like they may have not been paying attention because they have a lot on their mind. Number 3, I don't know. There could be some other reason that I'm not getting to, but I'm going to I'm going to resign myself because I I don't know everything. It's not all about me. I don't know everything, so I'm going to stop and take a deep breath. Yeah. And when I do that, honestly, I have more peace. I have more peace in myself because I'm not Putting the weight of the world on my shoulders and trying to worry about everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm confident in who I am and the love that I've received, so I can show that love to others. Even if it's something as silly as loving a person in a car that I will probably never come in contact with. Yeah. We, that's something that, like, that's a really practical example of I think what that, it looks
0: like. I think that's a great example because there'll be times, like, where I'm behind someone turning left. Yeah. And someone, like, You know, because the the lights here are ridiculously long. I will say, like, every light is, like, maybe, it feels like five to ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, people, you know, you'll go on your phone and, like, you don't notice that it turns green. And so, like, you're stopped there and someone's not going. And people, if you do not go within, like, maybe, like, half a second, people will lay on the horn. horn. Like that. And I've been on, like, the receiving end of, like, someone honking the horn. I have, too. And there's been other times where someone's not going and like i really like you know part of me really wants to just lay on the horn and just like <laughs> you idiot but yeah. then i think like oh i mean i've done the same like i totally get it mm-hmm. and so it's like well maybe i'll give them a nice like a little like a tap, little, a little little tap. Yeah. Yeah. like you know just let them know it's like a friendly thing cuz you know it, when you get honked they, at they may not know right yeah when you get honked at like that's like oh that sucks like i feel terrible now but if you get it like oh sorry like thanks yeah. like that was really nice to that person behind. Yeah. so it's like uh, you're coming from a place of understanding. Yeah. And I think we see that in culture today a lot where mm. it's like, you know, cancel cancel culture. Yeah. And people, you just want to attack. People just want to, everyone's on yep. edge. Everyone wants to attack someone. And, you know, that's not loving your name. Like, you got to like come from a place yeah. of understanding. But we have to separate. And that's part of the job as uh,
1: we as the church, we have to learn how to separate a, a disagreement from a personal attack, yeah. right? And... We have to learn how to express our beliefs in a loving way without jumping in and condemning and saying like, God loves you less because you believe this, right? When that's not true. Just because I believe something differently than you does not mean that God loves me less. Mm -hmm. I mean, God still sent Jesus Christ to die for that person. And that to me, like, because... He, they are a human, a person, they bear the mark of God, and God still died for them. So why? Just because they believe something or think a certain way, does that mean that I should love them any less than God does, yeah. right? And again, that doesn't mean affirming everything they believe. It's okay to disagree. Disagreements are a natural part of life, and disagreements are actually where I would say the most progress gets made. Yeah. And then the most understanding. Because when we talk about things and have open conversations, we learn to see the way people view things, right? We're not so hard and fast and and narrow-minded saying it has to be this way. You can just sit and listen and say, hey, this is why I believe what I believe. Tell me where you're coming from. Tell me where you see this. Like, tell me more about that. That is how to lovingly disagree with someone without beating them over the head with truth or without saying that my way is the right way and you can go to the highway yeah see how i rhymed there yeah, that, yeah, was, that yeah, was pretty cool that was pr- that, that was, was pretty cool. great that was pretty great <laughs> i'm a poet and i
0: didn't even know it okay i'm done okay <laughs> <laughs> there it is um but yeah i think i think the ultimate like way that we need to lo- like we just love people like Je- like jesus wouldn't see someone you know and that disagrees with them and be like all right I'm not even going to try. Like, see ya, screw you. Like, it's not like that. And who
1: were the, who was the group of people that he openly disagreed with? Those who were dogmatically beating people over the head with truth and telling them that God loved them less because they did not do a certain thing, right? Otherwise, Jesus was very understanding. He had a meekness and and this temperance about him that wasn't like, I'm the son of God, I know everything. He was saying, like, hey, come. He, like, let me teach. Like, let come and learn and and hear the word of the Lord, right? He didn't, like, he proclaimed to be the Son of God, but he talked about the goodness of, of God the Father so much more than he proclaimed it himself, right? Yeah. But he, was, he wasn't, like, saying, saying like, all right, see ya, kicking people yeah. to the curb. He that wasn't was- pridefully taking on that logo and saying, I'm the Son of God, like, look at me, right? He, was, he came to seek and to serve. Yeah, exactly. And... He was he was understanding in that mentality, and I think that's what we need to strive to be understanding like as well. Absolutely. All right. All right, we have to move into the word of the day, word of the week segment.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, word so, of
1: the week. So, if you guys started listening, we we started this fairly recently because I don't know. Word of the weeks are interesting.
0: Uh, it kind of sets your tone for the whole week. It's right? something, yeah, it, yeah. It set, yeah sets the tone for the week, even exactly. though this episode comes out at the end of the week. Exactly, but hey, you can. It could start their week,
1: right? That's the true. We- if you
0: want to listen, to the word to of the it- week
1: could start on S-
0: Thursday, or you could, yeah. The beauty of it is, listen to it on Sunday to start stop, your week. Stop, stop here. Pause now. Pause now. Pick Come it back up Sunday. Pick it up on Sunday, <laughs> and then yeah, it'll set your week. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but word of the week is amphibious 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 like a frog uh like a frog yes something that can go in or out of water okay Uh, i think that's really impressive
1: i think uh what are you
0: thinking like a like a like a car boat a a car car well the reason it came to mind was before uh before vbs this morning Mm -hmm. i was talking with sammy and pastor matthew and we were talking about top gear have you ever oh seen Top yeah, gear? yeah that's a my, my stepdad loves that. Top show. gear UK. It has to be the UK. Like, yeah of if, course. If it's the American version, it's not good. Mm-hmm. And uh and so I remember from one of the episodes they built and they tried to build an amphibious car. And so that's the first thing that came to mind. And so that was like so that's why I thought of amphibious. Okay. Yeah. And I just think, you know, that's really impressive. When something can go in live in or outside of water, like what you can live in multiple environments, yeah. That's I like that. That's gotta be one of the now, more have you ever m- ridden in an in, in an amphibious vehicle before? No, I have not. I think uh they do like in big cities, some places they do like the duck tours. Yeah, have, got, like, that's what I was that's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, and so they like you know, you can drive and yeah on land and then it's, go into the water, you get a whole tour of the city. Yeah, oh I'd imagine. Yeah. I just haven't got the opportunity. Oh yeah. Um but I mean the versatility is incredible. <laughs> incredible. Two places. Like, All right, so invincible. Use, use amphibious in an everyday sentence that we oh. can we can bring into our week. Let's see here. Um, that turtle I saw, he's really amphibious today. Oh, my today. gosh. That's, <laughs> that's cheating. I've seen him go in and out of the water like four oh or five God. times. That guy's killing it. He's having <laughs> heck of a day there. Does that work?
1: Sure, it works. It I mean, works.
0: how else am I supposed to use it? Like, how else I supposed to I don't to use know. Amphibious? I was
1: thinking, like, to use it in everyday conversation. Everyday. like.
0: Man, I'm feeling amphibious today. I'm gonna go into the pool. Well, that's—you can't live in the water, though. I mean, I mean, you can go in and out of the water, I guess, and I think it has to be—you have to be functional. Not that you can't like swim. So you have to be able to breathe underwater too. I would think. I would think so. Like a car can—it's engine. That's like what keeps it going. It can go through the water. Turtle can go in and out of the water. I think. I would have to look up the exact. I did look up the exact definition, but I forgot it.
1: You forgot it. Well, let's just pull this up my nifty diff, My nifty. I was gonna say. I was nifty gonna try to. Nifty Yeah, I was gonna try to rhyme. Amphibious can't spell. Okay. This amphibious, is a great radio. Right relating here. to living in or suited for both land and water. Ah uh, yes. A military opera- operation involving forces landed from the sea. Comes from the Greek amphibion. Interesting. Uh... This is just Google. I'm really impressed with Google uh, Google Dictionary here. Wow. That's good stuff. Yeah. So, its definition is, its primary definition is relating to living in or suited for both land and water. The example they give is an amphibious vehicle, and the pictures that they pop up
0: are amphibious vehicles. Oh, so, there it is. I think I used it in a pretty good sentence. Okay. So, I you mean. win. Is, is it a contest? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Am I trying to beat you oh, in some way?
1: But hey, if you can use amphibious in a sentence better than we can, please let us know. We would love to hear it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking
0: to add it to my vocabulary. Yeah,
1: you're, you're adding it. Yeah, this is, yeah. We're, we're here to help you figure things out. And part of figuring it out is learning more words. That's right. Because true. words are fun. That's right. <laughs> words with friends. Yes, that's true. <laughs> words with friends That's what this is. That's literally what a podcast is. Exactly. Words with friends. Just listening to words with friends. Yeah. Yes. But... I think that's going to do it for this episode of Figuring It Out. We love you guys so much. We'll see you next week. See you. Bingo, dingo. Bingo, dingo. (laughs) Bingo, dingo.